Hello, I am Samantha Jones Darling. This is We Explore to Restore, travel stories with a dash of spirituality. I'm an explorer, a gifted listener, a passionate storyteller, and a mentor of souls transforming, who's trying not to get clogged up being clever with this intro. Here is today's episode. Koshinitas and five-year plans. It's Saturday morning, an overcast day on the Gulf of Mexico, and I was taken for a traditional breakfast by my local foodie friend, David. David and I met two weeks ago when I hired him to drive me to Merida for groceries at the Walmart Express. It's 45 minutes away, and I go there because it stocks everything organic on my list and then some. Good wines, high-end chocolates, even organic spices and organic chicken. (laughs) I found this mecca of health right away. I'm getting faster at sniffing out the stores I need. It's also getting easier as Walmart expands its organic selection. It doesn't always work out, but this time I get lucky with a new store in an affluent neighborhood. On the way into the suburbs, I get to know David a bit. We talk about my travel, his dogs, my work, my writing. I turn the conversation to the front and ask about him. He tells me he's worked for a pharmaceutical company most of his life and won many contests that awarded him travel prizes that took him all over the world. He's been to Brazil and Turkey and America He loves to taste the world's flavors of food. I discover that his favorite thing to eat is the carved meat from a Brazilian steakhouse. Or cheese. He goes back and forth with his dying wish answer. Then he pats his belly and says, Samantha, this is very expensive. (laughs) And we both laugh. While I'm shopping inside, finding everything on my list and more, and becoming extremely giddy about it, He searches the local marketplace and finds me a great used scooter and arranges to have it brought to my house in a few days. I did consider renting one, but buying is significantly cheaper and I know I can easily sell it at the completion of this immersion. This is my fourth scooter in the last five years traveling and my second in Mexico. I bought cars and bicycles too, depending on the location and sold them all when I was finished. I see it as renting after I drop the price slightly to sell fast. David agrees this is super smart and easily takes care of the whole process for me. I'm as grateful as I can be, thrilled to have found my go-to guy who shows up when he says he will and follows through like a person with love in his heart for others. On the way back from Walmart, we see, and I kid you not, a Texas roadhouse on the main road going towards the beach. I squeal with surprise, and David tells me he loves it there, especially the peanuts and the meat. I tell him it's my father's favorite as well, and I secretly vow to take him there as a thank you before I leave this sweet beach town. His energy and willingness to serve is a joy to be around, and I ask him to tell me about his favorite local foods. His eyes are unusually light, blue, or maybe a sea green. I haven't seen them like that before in a Mayan. 
They light up when I suggest he take me on a foodie adventure, and he's in for the fun. We agree to do breakfasts, lunches, dinners, and go once or twice a week until I'm gone. I'm over the moon excited to experience all the layers of this. Trying new things, not having to choose, not cooking once or twice a week being the top benefits. Living solo and being dedicated to healthy living, I cook for myself at home almost exclusively these days. I do this so on my foodie adventures, I can surrender to the experience fully, tasting anything that's put in front of me, knowing I've prepared my body and loved her so much with my gut tests, organic choices, high quality water, avoiding processed foods and plastics, keeping my fuel pure from the earth so now nothing will phase us. The company of my new friend is light and breezy and my energetically sensitive body says we can spend time with this happy human. He's got the joy, 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 joy down in his heart. <laughs> Today was our first excursion for breakfast and our first adventure as friends. Last night I got a text and it said, Hi Samantha, how are you? Are we going for Cochinita tomorrow? And if you want, we can also buy your helmet. Just let me know what time you want to go. Bye. <laughs> We decided on 9 a.m. and got there around 10. He scooped me up in his little white car with roll-down windows, and we head towards the biggest town in this area, Progreso. Teaching me about local politics, I'm informed that Progreso has a mayor who's in charge of the sheriff of the town I live in, Chuberna, and where David's second home in, Chalem, is. He explains the hierarchy. Only 30 minutes away, we arrive to our destination, and I ask David to order for me. He's already explained that there are four or five styles of the pork we are going for, and I should taste them all. Don't worry, Samantha. You don't have to eat all the tacos. Just take what you like and leave the rest. <laughs> he has no idea I say this all the time about basically everything. For life and learning is a buffet for us to taste a little of everything and leave aside what we don't like. The buffet principle, I remembered this early on in my awakening, and it's one of the first episodes I made for you to listen to. Conchinita is roasted and chopped pork with various seasoning and amounts of skin. Served as tacos and soft corn tortillas, they are what everyone eats after a lot of drinking on a Friday night before bed or on a Saturday morning if you didn't get any the night before. Hangover food, I ask? Yes, exactly, he says. A Sunday tradition as well. Many families pick up quarts to go in containers stuffed full to take home and share with each other. We are brought a few kinds of accoutrement. Purple pickled cabbage, onion and habanero pico, a traditional tomato pico, and some habanero salsa picante. I personally would have crushed some Valentina on these tacos but it wasn't part of this experience. You also get a sliver of chicharrones, the fried pork skin, which I find delicious. I wish there were more. Out of the four tacos on my plate, I taste all four, completely eat three, finishing the flavors I liked the best. A simple one with chopped onions without sauce that comes rolled up like a taquito is my favorite. The next one was chopped like the first, but with a spicy seasoning that's a touch smoky and earthy. 
also delicious and light. The third one I enjoyed was julienne, served with clear onions and a bit of white cream sauce, which I'm a sucker for, especially when it's light like this and not made from cheese. The fourth one was just okay, a little overcooked perhaps why I didn't love it so much. David is also excited when I tell him that I do like horchata and we both get some of the sweet homemade concoction to wash our spicy tacos down with. It's served in recycled water bottles, and I do pause for a moment to consider if I should trust this drink in my body. Everything about this place is clean, and my instincts say go ahead. It's safe. It's good to be careful about local ices and drinks made with local water in Central America and Southeast Asia. But do trust your instincts. Your body knows when it's safe and when it isn't. Have a sip and see if her hand goes for more. As we wait for our food, David tells me he's been coming to this spot since he was a teenager. So I imagine they've got a pretty safe system down being open and busy every weekend for that long since he will turn 60 next week. The plastic chairs and simple tables, the young girls working in their full makeup and yellow uniforms, the dogs laying on the sidewalk. This is Mexico. David buys my lunch. I can't talk him out of it. I'm touched by the gesture. On the way to buy ourselves new helmets for our new scooters, we drive around a bit. My inquisitive companion asks me, what have I been up to the past few days? Yoga. I'm trying to get my body more aligned than ever. Writing, of course. I'm determined to finish my book. I went to the beach a lot. Hmm. Oh, last night, I did this really cool exercise that my new marketing team asked of me. They wanted me to think about where I wanted to be in two years and describe it to them. When we know what the goal is, we can plan to get there, I say. It was so fun and I feel really focused now and happy about what I wrote down. He tells me he cannot think like that. He's shaking his head emphatically. In interviews, he's been asked and he says, I have no idea about five years from now. Maybe I'll be dead. Who knows? <laughs> I laugh and the conversation flows on. While David is talking, he mentions that he would love to live at the beach full time. He doesn't like living in Merida. It's too much anymore. I say, oh, that's a goal you could put on your five-year plan. Live at the beach full time. He considers and takes in my words fully, chewing on them, and I can see it tastes good to his mind. His head is nodding with agreement. Later, we're in the car driving over the bridge where you can see the inlet, the marina packed with boats, white hulls with tall sails on turquoise waters, and the view takes me back to the A1A bridge in Jupiter, and I'm happy to remember my hometown's beauty. The words he says next, oh, I must go fishing soon. I love, love, love to fish, Samantha. I could go every day. I love the sunrise time of day. It makes me so happy. I cannot help but pick up those words and show them to him. Hey, David, that's another thing you could put on your five-year plan. A fishing boat that's all your own. I go on to explain more. When we know the things that we want that make us happy, we can make life and financial decisions much easier. We can ask ourselves, does this purchase get me toward my goal or away from it? 
Now you know where you want to live and how you love to spend your time. It's not as hard as people think. You only have to imagine the life you love and work backwards from there. See? And you know what else? I know you love Turkey and that you'd love to go back. So what if you added to your goals, for example, I'd love to spend a month in Turkey every year. You look to see which is the best month for the weather you like. Then you tell your family, your work, I will go to Turkey every year for the month of August or whatever. You clear your schedule. You don't take commitments during that time. You plan a year in advance and you get to look forward to it for 11 months. I can feel his excitement and I'm watching him picture it, swallow it, see the more that was always there. <laughs> David says, Samantha, I think I will hire you for a few of your coaching sessions. You are smart. <laughs> I thank him and say, how about you take me on some more adventures and we trade. He turns the car toward home and agrees. Okay, okay, I like it. With a smile on his face that matches mine. This is We Explore to Restore, and I am Samantha Jones Darling. Thank you so much for listening. I truly hope you got some nuggets of wisdom to take home with you today. If you did like it, share the link with a friend. It really helps me a lot. Y'all have a great day. Bye.